This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. I wonder if if anyone walks up to Jimmy Ray today and they ask him, are you Jimmy Ray? I bet he would be like, yes, would you like to know? I'm Rob, and this is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. Now, why was he so standoffish? He was all like, who wants to know? Who wants to know about me? It's like, you're on the radio. Why are you being so standoffish, Jimmy Ray? This week in Awesome... Guys, I've been so busy. It never fails. The days leading up to a vacation, I'll have like so much to do that I can't get anything done. I never figured that out. It's like, I'll never have a lazy day the week before a vacation. <laughs> this, today, uh, Saturday, it's actually, I think it's technically Sunday now. We actually had our Thanksgiving uh, this weekend since we'll be gone, you know, Thanksgiving Day. And uh, wow, that was good. I'm still full. My wife cooked up turkey and stuffing and potatoes and stuff is so good she made like a bunch of pies too it was awesome i'm gonna be eating those leftovers till we go uh to universal studios who i got i got a tryptophan coma actually kicking in right now so i'm like starting to doze off a bit sitting here you know <laughs> you know I'm really excited about going on vacation next week. I super am. I've been I've never been to Universal Studios and I've always wanted to go, so it's like, oh man, I'm almost there. Oh man, I'm almost there. Just a few more days and I'll be there. The trip down there is gonna be unbearable. I'm gonna be like, Are we there yet? And we'll only be like in the driveway. It's cray cray, y'all. You know, this uh week marks one month till Rogue One gets uh put out in theaters, and I'm super excited for that. I Star Wars every year is like the best thing ever. And I'm looking forward to Rogue One because, man, it looks so good. I really like seeing uh, I like seeing those battle scenes they show in the commercials and the trailers and stuff. It looks like it's going to be such a good movie. I really hope it, hope it is because, you know, got it. I'm just looking so forward to it. It just looks so good. Oh. <laughs> Also, things that look good. The Kong Skull Island, uh, the new trailer came out this week, and that movie looks amazing. And, you know, Leonard, you know, they're putting out the uh, Skull Island toys. Once again, I don't know if it's going to be as a core Skull Island or just Skull Island. I'm not sure yet. They have, they're they're going to reveal, uh, um, reveal the products here in the next few days. So, I probably, it'll probably be <laughs> during the little break for Thanksgiving that they'll get shown, but, you know, of course I'll be talking about it coming back, because I'm excited to see it. I really want a John Goodman action figure. <laughs> That's going to be great. Well, guys, I, I, I'm i just going to answer some questions this week to make a show, because I'm, I've been running breakneck the past couple of days, and I don't really have a whole lot prepared to talk about. Not that I ever really do, but I'm just kind of drawing a blank. So I'm just going to go in blind and read questions off of the questions and answer thread pool. 
Now, for those of you who don't know, the questions and answers portion of my show is fueled off of a thread in Talk Transformers. Uh, it's the best place to talk. I almost stumbled. To talk Transformers online. It's a group on Facebook. Search it up. You know, you use Facebook and join. Um, I'm not gonna go in blind. I'm just gonna read read two of them in order. Our first question comes from Ryan or Marcus K. Ryan or Marcus K goes on to ask, "Hey Rob, who would you like to see?" In way for a Titan's return. This is, of course, barring all obvious remolds such as Overlord, Octane, and Blitzwing. I would like to see Punch, Counterpunch, and Bludgeon. Well, Ryan or Marcus K, that's a pretty good question. And you know, part of me wants to see some of those uh, more odd choices like Death Cobra. You know, I know he would have been a better fit for Combiner Wars, but I think you know. Making him like a Titan Master or something would be a neat little thing. I'd like a, like maybe his little Titan Master vehicle could be a snake type thing of some sort, you know, or, or it could just be his tank, I guess, you know, you get what I'm saying? Just sort of a, I think that would be cool. I'd like to see some, um, show only characters pop up in Titan's Return. And like I'm saying, preferably as Titan Masters, because I think that would be really neat to have the little, the little Titan Master. It turns into the head of the character and the vehicle that would, um, homage you know the character in some way i think that'd be awesome i mean imagine a devcon like that it'd be this cool little devcon figure and makes a perfect devcon head that you could put on brainstorm or some or or actually blur combiner wars blur excuse me titans return blur would probably look really good as a devcon you know that would be a pretty cool thing i would i would be what i would love to see and we're talking about other characters i'd like to see um I really, I really think a, like a Voyager-sized Skullgrin would be awesome. Because, you know, Skullgrin's had all of, what, two toys? The old Pretender and that Generations one? I'd like to see a big hulking monster of Skullgrin. I think that would be rad. You know, he could just turn into a tank or whatever. And, of course, his robot would uh, emulate his Pretender shell. I think that would be awesome. And while we're at it, let's have a bomb burst too, just because, you know, I could have probably do a, use the mind wipe mold and give him a new head or something. That'd be fine. But I'd like to see that too. That would be awesome. <laughs> let's go to the next question in the thread. This question comes from Daniel Cole. Daniel goes and asks, why in the world is Sky Shadow coming out before Overlord? What's that word, pre-tool? Well, Daniel, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's an odd one. You'd figure they would lead with Overlord first, but they're totally not. That tells me. That tells me, and I'm probably wrong here, but what that says to me is the Overlord tooling may not be ready yet. Maybe they're still, you know, maybe there's some scheduling conflicts with it. Maybe there's some problem with it, and they're, they for some reason got to use this make sky shadow first you know maybe maybe the parts are sky shadow or whatever maybe there's some sort of problem in the production like the molds are damaged or prototyping it in a uh, actual uh, samples or whatever to see how it works have showed that the overlord doesn't work so well but the sky shadow does like you know i know it's just a reshell of the body but maybe those new pieces don't uh fit very well or something that would be my guess because it's like 
That is a really odd choice. Either that or... I forget exactly when. Also, pardon me for burping. That thing just snuck out. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of zoned out right now. I just, just kind of snuck out. But anyway, that would say to me also, maybe they're scheduling it for Sky Shadow to come out at a time when toys aren't selling as well or something, or when they predict units not to move as much or whatever. That way they can uh, maybe move more of the uh, other use of the mold before they put out the, uh, you know, Overlord or something. Or who knows, maybe Overlord's going to come out toward the end with some uh, more exciting figures or whatever, and you just don't know yet. But to me, I think as opposed to, it has more to do with probably something in the business sense that we're not privy to knowing. Something, just something in the logistics or something in the office where someone decided it's probably best to do this first. That totally would be what I would guess. You know, we're still going here. Let's keep answering questions. This is fun. Insane Galvatron, my pal from TFYLP, asks, Hey Rob, why do you think Galvatron went insane in Season 3? Not the end story reason, but the production reason. Why do you think writers choose to make him crazy? That's a really good question. I always kind of wondered that myself. Because, you know, when he was introduced in the uh, 86 movie, he went crazy. You know, he was just a... Uh, a more serious version of Megatron, basically. A uh, version of Megatron you take more serious. And, uh, you know, you gotta wonder why they chose to make him crazy. I guess to differentiate him from Megatron, perhaps? Or maybe just to... I don't know. Maybe they were just, like, looking at the design and they're like, man, that's crazy. And they're like, oh, hey, what if he was crazy? Maybe it's something that simple is why they chose to go with it. Because, you know... They're obviously working on the movie separately from the show. I mean, obviously it's the same producers, but the movie project obviously came up first before they started working on the follow-up. So maybe at the time they're going into follow-up, they came into a, all right, how do we make him, make him an interesting character? You know, maybe, or maybe like, you know, sometimes things just change. You know, Beast Wars was uh, intended to be a follow-up to G2 and then became like next generation, basically. Maybe maybe when they were first starting out, they the initial plan was to have Galvatron be, you know, one way. And then they kind of came around and changed it after that came to be. And just the projects that were already in the works were just, just go ahead and let them finish up. It's not worth changing. That would make a lot of sense, actually. I think so. Let's see. We're just going to go through and keep answering questions. This is fun. I should not do this more often. So once a week, you know, just read a bunch of them. Ben Yee, my pal from BWTF.com asks, if all the bludgeons across con continuity is fought, who would win? Huh. <laughs> you know, you want to always say G1 bludgeon. You always want to say that because that's the most developed one. All the other bludgeons are just kind of, you know, there. So it's really hard to say for it. And exactly. And you want to say, yeah, G1 bludgeon, but that's not really fair, is it? That's just leaping without looking. If I were to think in a fight, because, you know, original bludgeon and the, the Revenge of the Fallen toy is essentially the Generations toy in another box. So that's basically, you know, 
traditional bludgeon there, so it's kind of hard to separate him from G1 Mega uh, Bludgeon. But you know that Robots in the Skies Bludgeon that came out, that was just a repaint of Combat Hero Megatron? My money's kind of on that one, because... You remember in, in the G2 comic when Megatron just wasted uh, Bludgeon pretty easily? It wasn't even a fight. It was just more like Bludgeon attacked him and he just sort of laughed and killed him, you know? Um, I can't get that out of my head when I see that toy. And that Robots in Skies Bludgeon toy is a repaint of the uh, G2 Hero Megatron. So, and that's essentially the same body as the, you know, that's that's the tank G2 Megatron body. So even though it's not the same character, whatever, I can't see that body without thinking it's super powerful. He's going to lay a hurt down, you know. And that's what I see when I look at that body. So I can't help but sway that way. And I know that's probably not the most logical <laughs> answer, probably not the best, most thought out. That just makes sense to me. You know, I just look at that and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, that's just like such a big, strong body. I could see that just being really hard to take down. My word's not gospel. It's just what I'm answering off the bat here. Willis Wheeler goes on to ask, where was the strangest place you find some Transformers at? Uh, uh, strangest, um, retail operations of some sort, I guess. Uh, one time, used to be this, uh, um, in Atlanta, there's this amphitheater area called Lakewood Amphitheater. You know, it's a outdoor the uh, amphitheater for concerts and performances and whatnot. And it's got this huge uh, kind of park to the side of it. And it used to, um, once a month, they'd have during the summer, they would have the Lakewood Amphitheater uh, antique show. And essentially, what it was was a giant outdoor flea market where um, people would sell things like homemade furniture and. Uh, antiques and all sorts of stuff and there was plenty of toy guys out there selling comics and toys or whatnot well you know it was once a month and I, like i said i'd go once a month and um there's this guy in one of the uh it was huge it was really big there was buildings and there's outdoor areas and whatnot but this one guy in this one building I always made sure to go buy him because he had a uh, had like homemade cheese and like and like a uh, musky dime wine and stuff like that like homemade stuff homemade stuff like that and I'd always go buy some of that and uh, of course sit around and buy them where other people selling homemade stuff like homemade pork skins and you know stuff like you know kind of real homey homesy like folksy you know self-country made type foods and stuff you know kind of it was really charming stuff was really good you know I'd always go in there and buy some of that stuff and particularly I got with the cheese but and I remember walking around and one this one month I noticed there was a table there. The guy was usually there. He just had sort of odd decorative items like little wood sculptures and ashtrays and stuff like that. Mm, excuse me, another burp was trying to sneak out. I'm sorry. I'm super full from eating food. But I walked over to his table just kind of looking at some of the wood sculptures and I noticed he had a, a fishbowl of Hot Wheel cars. And this is something I've always told people. And this is one of the examples I always tell you. If you're at one of these flea markets or whatever looking for Transformers and you see that bowl or box full of Hot Wheels, take the time to go through it. Because you will always find, well, maybe not always, but more times than not, find like a 
like a, a mini car or a G2 GoBot or Spy Changer or something in there where the guy thought it was a Hot Wheel. You know, I totally, and I totally did. I found some, uh, I found a um, Brawl of all things. G1 Brawl stuck in there where the guy thought it was just a toy army tank. It was like a quarter, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I remember pulling out Spy Changers and stuff that I already had a million of, like, I didn't need to bring home another Wars, <laughs> you know, but there was a plenty of them in there. You know, stuff like that. In fact, yeah, like one time, this other flea market I used to go to all the time. And this flea market, um, they had like an inside like building where uh, businesses would rent out booths and open up legitimate storefronts. And then in the outside was a, in the parking lot, like almost like a bazaar where I guess they would rent out these outdoor booths that must have been cheaper and just have anything, you know. Well, I went there one day, and I was walking around. Excuse me. I had to snort off mic. <laughs> and I was walking around, and uh, there's this booth, and uh, I had some CDs there. And I thought I'd just kind of look over the CDs, see if there's anything good. And behind the table was this little girl, this cute little girl. And she was like, excuse me, sir, all those are a dollar. I was like, okay, thank you. Just being like, you know, trying to be nice back to the little girl trying to sell these CDs. Like, okay. And as I'm walking around the table, I walk... It was like almost in a, uh, like she had like little islands of tables set up. So she was obviously with her dad or mom or something, you know. And I was walking around looking at these tables and I saw just kind of a couple of odd groupings of toys laying there. Just kind of odd things like troll dolls and the ever-present naked baby doll and stuff like that. And there it was just a G1 Thundercracker in box, like a G1 Thundercracker box. And I was like, holy sh- holy crap. I can watch my language. I was like, <gasps> I did that. I did that whole... <gasps> Like, I couldn't believe I just saw it. I was gasping. I was surprised. I snatched it up. Holy crap. It's, and, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't sealed. It was taped shut. And there he was in there loose, bouncing around. Most of his parts. Like, a good, like, 70% of his parts. And I was like, holy crap. And then that little girl comes up. Sir, that's a dollar. And I just, I think I made a sonic boom by how fast I whipped my hand back into my pocket to pull out a dollar. And all I had was a 20. I was like, oh, all I've got is a 20. I have a 20. Can you break a 20? And she went, yeah, let me ask my daddy. And she went over and got this guy. And he very aggravatedly counted out my change and gave it to me. You could tell he was mad. I was only spending a dollar. But I was like, I don't care if you're mad. You make things a dollar. People are going to buy them for a dollar. What are you mad at me for, dude? <laughs> so uh, I bought my Thundercracker and left. I'm like, like I think he, um, you see, he was missing his uh, front landing gear. The uh, little side rear little tail fin things, he was missing one of those. And, like, he had his laser gun attachments for the missiles, but not the missiles for the launchers. And that was pretty much it. You know, and he was in his box and all that. That I guess that's not really weird. That's more lucky. That's what's kind of coming to my mind to answer your question with. Let's go to another question. What do you guys say? This is fun. I don't think I'm going to clear out my uh, queue. But I do think I'm going to answer one more before I go any further. Jeremy Dennis, uh, you guys might know him from Transmission. That's my pa- excuse me, Transmission Transmissions a podcast. That's my pal there, Jeremy. He goes on to ask if Pretenders were to make a comeback, what changes do you think Hasbro could make with modern design and engineering? I love the concept of Pretenders, especially the later ones where they try to do a little bits of transformation with shells. That's a great question, and you know, Fun Pub recently made a brand new pretender with oil master 
But, you know, even though it was a brand new pretender, it was kind of the same thing. It was a, a little transforming robot in a shell, you know. I like your idea with uh, transforming shells. You know, those were awesome at the end of uh, pretenders like Thunderwing and stuff. See, Roadblock? Yeah, those, I mean, those are cool. I like the uh, I like the shell that would open up and have another shell, and inside the shell was a robot. And then the Transformer shells was definitely cool. I think what I would like, first off, have a more articulated shell. But also, you know, have the Transformer updated within it. Now, saying that, obviously, obviously, we're talking about a smaller robot as opposed to a larger figure. It's no way to make it work. But I think that's what I would really like. Say something like a more articulated shell, maybe a more detailed shell. You know, not as a not as simple as a lot of those shells looked. How many times have I said shell in the last minute? Like Dory hadn't come home yet, I guess. We'll keep shelling over here. But anyway. I think that's what I'd like. I would think you know, like a smaller robot that was really good quality. Actually, you know, thinking about it, stopping myself. Say a deluxe sized figure, and the uh, that was your pretender shell, and maybe it could transform or have some sort of gimmicks like battle modes or something, and the inner robot that's controlling this uh, unit would be like a mini con type thing, like a little guy who's poked away in the shell, basically piloting it for reasons like disguise or basically making up for his lack of size or whatever, and he doesn't want to partner with a traditional transformer because the turds are so stinking big, and you know he kind of wants to be on his own, just. Knows he's a little guy in a big war. Maybe something like that. That would be a lot of fun. I'd love to see pretenders come back anyway. I mean, I know they they got they certainly have their detractors, and their detractors will let you know they don't like them. But I've always really loved them. They're really cool toys. Um, a lot. I like how there's been pretender updates that are basically was a traditional transformer, but the uh, robot mode homage. It's the uh, Tender shell. I like that quite a bit. Like the bludgeon I talked about for a second earlier, or that generation's Thunderwing, stuff like that. That was that was cool. I like that. But I would like to see the shells come back. I would totally be all over that. Now I'm gonna stop answering questions and kinda kinda bring this show on home for the week. But also, I've let my phone, my screen go into screensaver, and I've <laughs> interrupted it, so it's doing the spinning wheel of wait forever. So I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about... I just blanked out. <laughs> I think I need a nap. You know, the other day... Let me tell you guys a story that happened to me. This is really weird. Um, my wife loves Pokemon, and she's been waiting for months for the new Pokemon Sun and Moon to come out. And, you know, this past Friday was launch day, the midnight release. And like I said, guys, I work at night. So my lunch break comes around at midnight. That's the first time for me to run over to the Walmart. That's like not even a mile away from my work to go buy it. So, you know, I, I'm sitting there at my computer working. I see it's lunch break coming up. I get my little hoodie, clock out, get in my car, go to Walmart, you know. And I get there, walk straight back to electronics, and there's a crowd of people. Not a huge crowd, but a good number of people waiting, you know. So, um, I wait along with them, just kind of, there's no, no copies of the game in the, sh in the lock-up case thing. Or there's no display. You know, look around for a little bit. 
and I'm waiting. There's this other guy, very like not irritated, but really, but close. I think there's a different word for that where you can tell he's a mix of one plus where is it at? You know, and um, he was walking around kind of amusingly. Well, finally, the manager walks out and he's like, sorry, guys, we uh, we can't locate the game. And people are like, what? And he's like, we've, uh, you could tell he was embarrassed and kind of seemed like he was lying. He basically told us they had lost the game and it's some, the boxes with the games, the box with the games in it, it was lost somewhere in the Walmart and they couldn't track it down. And everyone was like, what do you mean? And the guy, one guy pulled out his phone with a Walmart app. was like, it says you have 30 of them here today. It says you have 30 in stock. And he's like, I, we don't know where they are. And he's like, you obviously just received it where no one believed him because it was like, it just didn't make sense. You know, I have a, I'm not going to discount what Walmart workers do, but I've worked a storage and logistics for larger operations. We never lost anything. So I'm like, how do you lose a box? Was someone just not paying attention to what they're doing or did someone steal it? Or is the manager just like mad from the NES classic <laughs> sellout from the week before that? He doesn't even want to bother with it and he's just kind of lying. So he can push it off to another shift or something. <laughs> that was so that was, that was dumb. So the next morning I come home, see my wife off to work and I get in my car because Target opens up at eight and I drive over to the Target that's not far from me. Walk right in. Not only is they do they have Pokemon Moon and Sun, but it's not in a glass case. It was literally right there at the checkouts on a big cardboard display where you just walk up and grab one. And they had like boxes of the Pokemon cards and all that. So I grabbed her a copy of Sun, went to checkout like, well, that was easy. And then I stopped at the Ross next to the Target and totally found Skylinks, which was great because I've been looking for them forever. I really wanted them and I didn't want to order them. Because I have a problem ordering standard retail toys. Not to mention, I, whenever it's standard retail, the, the, they tend to all of a sudden be costing way more than standard retail ever should cost. And I'm not I'm not playing those games, you know. And especially when it becomes harder to find, like, wow, I could pay 100 bucks to get Sky Links, but I'm not going to do that because I'm going to find them eventually. And, you know, I started popping up at Ross's, and sure enough, there he was, 12 bucks. So I got Skylinks and I built, put Sky Rain to get at, or after we ate, as we were eating Thanksgiving dinner, and by the time we were done, we um, we actually ate in our living room with a little TV tray as my mother came over, and we we ate our dinner watching, <laughs> we watched uh, Finding Dory, and after I got done eating, I went and got Skylinks and uh, the other guys from the Sky Rain Combiner that been, ring, Sky Rain Combiner that have been sitting on since like April, and I put together Sky Rain and He's sitting there behind me. I really like that robot. I, you know, a lot more imaginative looking to me. I, I love Combiner Wars, but it's like getting a new Combiner out of it was really exciting for me. Not just, you know, the same old guys. Like how many Devastators and Bruticuses am I expected to buy here? So getting a new guy, even though he's made of old characters, it's still a new character. And well, a new Combiner. And that was, that's fun for me. And he had a cool, he has a cool, interesting look. So I was happy to get him. Well, guys, my screensaver slowdown has finally stopped, and now I am recording like normal. So if there's any bleeps or bloops the past few minutes, I'm sorry. I had no clue if it happened. But guys, this is Rob, and you've been listening to Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm about to go on vacation in, in like two days. So I won't be back next week, but I will be back the week after. 
So <laughs> this one's coming out actually a little later in the week, just due to one, me being busy, and two, Kilby wanting to put it out a little later because next week all the shows are pretty much taken off. So we're trying to not have like dead air, so to speak. So it's probably like Sunday or Monday when you're listening to this. But I'm totally in Universal having a lot of fun and wish you guys were here, even though I don't know a couple of thousand of you. But I'm sure you're nice. <laughs> so I won't be won't be a being awesome for the week the Thanksgiving weekend, but there'll totally be uh I'll be back week after with a brand new episode. And you could totally find that at tfradio.net. And while you're there, you can check out our Amazon links. That's an easy way to uh support the network without paying anything extra. Hey, day after Thanksgiving's Black Friday, you're gonna do some of that shopping, Black Friday shopping on Amazon, go through those links. That'd be awesome if you did it. Or if you're not doing it, you could share it and tell people to do it. And once again, you wouldn't pay anything extra and helps us cover our operating costs. That's really awesome of you guys. You know, I'm Rob. And you can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And uh, just because I won't be uh, being awesome next week, don't mean I won't be active on those. In fact, I'll probably be posting a lot of pictures from vacation. So check it out. And also please check out my uh, personal site, ZoneBase.org. I'm a little behind on it. updates because, like I said, somehow leading up to vacation, I become more busy than humanly possible. But I always have at least the weekly update for the weekly spotlight on Wednesday where I highlight a character or something from Transformers I've always really liked. And, you know, just sort of like a, a spotlight of it. So there's always going to be that every week. But I haven't really had any regular posts for like a week or so now. I feel really guilty about that. But it's just like, you know, sometimes you just, just sit still and not do something. I haven't really had a chance to do that yet either. So that's the first thing on my dock is to sit still and not do something. I'm about to go to bed. Thanks everyone for listening. And I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. And if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you have a happy Thursday. And for those of you out there going Black Friday shopping, be safe and be courteous. And um, act like a sane person. <laughs> Some people really go crazy doing that mess. Thanks everyone for listening. Check you guys out in two weeks. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Transform, save the future. Don't be a